The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Make the most of your life. When you remove the blocks that are holding you back, you can bring inspiration, passion, and purpose to yourself and those around you. This is the Hoffman Connection with your hosts, Raz Ingrassi and Ed McLoon. Our hosts and their guests will give you the tools that you need to improve yourself by bringing you closer to what really matters. Now, here's your host. Welcome to the Hoffman Connection. This is Raz Ingrassi. I'm here with Ed McLoon and our special guest today, Anat Boniel. We're broadcasting from beautiful, sunny Northern California. And if you've never heard of the Hoffman Institute, we're celebrating 45 years as a leading personal development program around the world, uh, serving people who are serious about change. And we have sites, 16 sites in 11 countries. We've helped about, well over 80,000 people worldwide. And the uh, programs we offer have been subject to uh, university-level research, published research, and uh, the results are incontrovertible and fabulous. Over to you, Ed. All right, Raz. Thanks very much. Welcome to the Hoffman Connection. I'm Ed McLoon, a teacher on the Hoffman Process, also a marriage and family therapist here in the Bay Area. And our purpose is to bring you inspiration, education, and tools to help you connect to a life you love. Um, we do offer the process... 30 times a year here in Northern California and on the East Coast. And if you'd like to learn more about the Hoffman process, you can join our free confidential introduction call right after this show if you're listening live every Tuesday afternoon, 5 p.m. Pacific time, and go to our website, hoffmaninstitute.org, for more information on that. Also, we've extended our summer promotion deadline to July 16th, so a couple more weeks to get $125 off any of our Hoffman courses, and you can find out more about that again from our website, hoffmaninstitute.org. Now to bring on Anat Banyal, our guest today, we'll throw it back to you, Raz. Thanks, Ed. Um, Anat Banyal is an amazing human being. She's back here by popular demand. We've had so many requests to have her back on the show. She's one of the world's leading authorities in uh, discovering ways uh, to access the brain to overcome pain and limitation, to increase vitality, and also to help children with special needs to uh, make what previously was impossible to them now possible. And Anat has been working in, the, in her field for probably, I don't know, 40 years. Uh, not, all quite, told. not quite, not <laughs> quite. 35, 30 years. When, you, when you're only yeah. when you're only 40 years old, it couldn't be 40 years. Old. Anyway, so she she has really discovered through starting with her, uh, her her work with the very famous Moshe Feldenkrais, and she was his protege, and then she went on to develop her own Anat Banyel method. But she discovered the nine essentials that the brain requires in order to transform pain and limitation into vitality, well-being, and skill. 
and it's really she's kind of a miracle worker and uh not kind of she is and so Anat, i'd really like to ask you uh you know what have you discovered what is it what are the nine essentials how does that work what is that's the name of your book too the move into life the nine essentials to lifelong vitality tell us about those nine essentials if you would sure i mean it- First of all, just the most general statement I, I, I've realized through my work both with adults and children that whenever I worked with them, no matter what the cause, you know, people can come because of back pain or issues with breathing or when a child has, you know, certain condition, uh, you know, children's special needs, that um, I, over time I observed that no matter what the cause that people came for to me, as I was working with them, as sort of a side effect, a positive side effect is that they got a lot more vital. They got happier and simply had more energy and more vitality. So I realized that there is a direct connection and relationship between the positive changes that occur in the brain, and we're going to talk about that, I'm sure, quite a bit this hour, and a generalized um, increase in energy, vitality, a sense of well-being, and and general sense of, of health. So, the the book "Moving to Life" it, it describes the nine essential. Each of them it, it, it help the brain wake up and begin forming new connections and new possibilities for us. And uh, irrespective of the content of what the person is is learning, whether it uh, has to do something with movement or cognition or emotion, doing that process, bringing those essentials to any aspect of ourselves has the side effect of uh, increased, clearly increased vitality and well-being. So, you know, everywhere we're hearing about brain change, can you tell us what that means, really? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, the brain, uh, first of all, you know, is a highly dynamic uh, system that is extremely responsive to our experiences. And the way with which, in a very generalized way, the way in which the brain does that is through either creating connections, new connections, uh, and forming patterns that the brain, I say, is the CEO of us. So uh, the brain gets apprenticed through our experiences and creates patterns that then it utilizes to uh, organize our actions. So we get patterns of movement. We all know that. We, each person has their own, you know, handwriting. Uh, so even though you can have 30 kids sitting in a classroom and they learn from one teacher how to write, they end up have 30 different identifiable, distinct handwriting. And, and uh, we all have our posture, we all have our belief systems, we all have our emotional patterns and configurations, which I know the Hoffman process works with so brilliantly. And um, so, so... The brain is the CEO of us, and it can do that through literal formation, what's called synapses, uh, uh, connections between different brain cells that uh, uh, organize themselves into specific patterns, and, and then those patterns, the more we use a specific pattern, it becomes habit. 
Now, it used to be believed that they passed a certain relatively early age. It wasn't agreed upon what that age was, but certainly in adulthood that the brain can no longer change except lose connections, lose brain cells, lose connections, lose function, lose vitality. That uh, is now is clearly not the case. Uh, I mean, people can live in a way where that will be true, but it doesn't have to be true. The brain can change itself at any time, at any stage of life, provided we give it the right conditions, and, they, and, so, and those are the essentials. So essentially, Anat, you're telling us, am I correct, that uh, deterioration of the brain is not inevitable and positive brain change is possible, and you know how to, how to, how to help people find that. Yes. And, yes. and that's what you mean by waking up the brain, right? Uh, well, it's part of the process, yes. I mean, something has to happen in order to get something different. And when the brain is already, I mean, uh, waking it up to, to the process of creating new connections, uh, further differentiation and, and refinement and creativity of, uh, you know, discovery, learning, however one wants to call it. Yeah, well, I, I just want to say I just want to say for our listeners here that um, I've I've done some of Anat's work. My brain is not completely awake yet, but um, it's a lot more awake than before I started working with Anat. And uh, she is really talking about physical movement as as the pathway to to awakening our brain, not intellectual uh, study. And I, I have been working, and my wife Liza too. Both of us have worked with Anat, and these are such in a way, deceptively simple things that she teaches us how to do, and uh, we try them, and suddenly we're able to move in ways that were previously unavailable, and we do feel more vital, alive, and awake. And uh, it's it's like I have to say, it's almost like how come I didn't know this before? Because it's right under my nose, and learning it from you changes everything so i just wanted to indicate anon maybe you could talk a little bit more that you're really also you're talking about learning it or how do you say it movement as learning learning as movement what is that well i i i'd like with your permission to i agree with you and expand it so rather than saying it's physical movement i'd say it's experiential okay uh, so once I say it's experiential, the work is a, has a scientific and very theoretical, you know, fundamentals, but the doing of it, the, the, the benefiting from it is not like sitting just and having an intellectual process, but it's movement. I include in movement actually cognition or thinking and emotions, which are just different forms of movement. But, what, but definitely we uh, use enormous amount of, of uh, what people would call physical movement. That means movement of the body. And the first, the very first essential is uh, what I call movement with attention. And um, uh, movement without attention, usually for us it would be automatic movement. And the brain works. I mean, the brain does something to get us to move automatically, but movement without attention does not drive any uh, uh, new connections. The brain doesn't grow 
Uh, there's wonderful research done on that that shows that movement without attention, there is very little change in the motor and sensory cortex of the brain that you know represents the, the connections to that area that's moving in the body that's moving. And movement with attention creates extremely rapid changes and growth. With children, that's other set of research studies, shows that it's a, a estimated an average of 1.8 million new connections per second when uh, we move with attention and pretty much zero change when we move without attention. So movement without attention, to, and it's important to, 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 to uh, for me, I think, to note that the attention is not to the teacher or even so much to the movement itself as much as to the feeling of self as you move. So if you're going to move your arm right and left, you, you decide to move it right and left. So you need to know you're doing it, but then what you really is you start paying attention to what you feel in your arm, in your shoulder, in your pelvis, in your spine, in your leg, in your ankle, as you move. And that is like a megaphone in the brain. I mean, it really gets the brain going incredibly intensely in a good way. It's not like a bad thing. And that's uh, what we do as young children. Uh, healthy children do that or they wouldn't grow and evolve. And as adults, it's important to sort of reconnect to that way of being and take a few minutes a day doing whatever you do and start paying attention to your what you feel as you move and it wakes up your brain. And you know uh, the, the good news about that, that it doesn't just improve and change what you are paying attention to the movement that you're doing, that you're paying attention to yourself, it actually, it sort of uh, ups the platform of the whole brain. That means it improves your concentration, your ability to problem solve, other movements get smoother. It's like the whole brain starts working at at a better and higher level. I remember learning from you and working only on one side. Tell me if I'm wrong about this. My memory just goes back about five years. We worked on one side of my body fairly intensely, and then there was some switch where the the other side of my body learned it very quickly. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have to go through the same level of work on the other side of the body. It's sort of like just transferred over or something. It was amazing. Yeah, and that is actually a demonstration also of the inseparability between what people call physical movement and thinking and feeling. Because what you do... So we're going to be taking a uh, quick break. Our guest is Anat Banyel, author of Moving the Life, Nine Essentials of Lifelong Vitality. If you'd like to join our conversation, please give us a phone call, 1-866-472-5788. The call-in line for questions for Anat, 866-472-5788. We'll be right back with more on the Hoffman Connection. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? 
For 45 years, the Hoffman process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. Hello, this is Raz and Grossi and Ed McClune with Anat Boniel. And we're... Uh, Anat Boniel is the founder of the Anat Boniel Method, and I want all our listeners to know that she has some free downloads available to everyone, and I would urge everyone to access this. And you just go to her website, Anat Boniel Method. That's A-N-A-T-B-A-N-I-E-L, B-A-N-I-E-L, Anat Boniel Method, all one word, dot com slash seminar, Anat Boniel Method dot com slash seminar. She's got two free chapters there of Kids Beyond Limits. She's got three free chapters of Move Into Life, two video a movement exercise programs. All this is uh, available to free to our listeners. Um, so please make sure you access that. Ed, would you like to continue with questions to Vinat? Raz, yeah, I would, actually. Uh, so, Vinat, you took me off guard there, Raz. Um, <laughs> oh, so just in terms of vitality and movement, what about just the way your work affects people's mood, emotions, psychology, um, healing on that level? What can you tell us about that? Uh, thank you for the question. I really like the question. First of all, uh, I'd like to, to, to say here that the way I, I, I want to – you know, you, you know, I love the Hoffman process. I think it's just a fantastic way for people and for adults to reach the next level of maturity and actually vitality and well-being. And what I see, uh, from my point of view, a lot of what happens in the Hoffman process is actually is a, you guys do wake people's brains up and, and uh, usher in enormous amount of emotional uh, uh, differentiation. And so when we talked before about the brain and the brain, you know, keeping changing uh, throughout life, we're talking about continued differentiation. That's the ability to do things in a more complex and refined way, not complicated, but to get more refinement and richness 
uh, with which to be able to be more precise, more creative, and do more demanding and more complex things. And emotionally, uh, uh, after I, I did with you guys uh, quite a few years ago the Hoffman process, I realized that what you're doing is you, you, you're doing with the movement of emotions, what I do with movement of the so-called body and, and you know, and, and cognition, and that is that you help people re- differentiate further their emotional self because I think and feel and believe that so much of our suffering, both in terms of physical pain or emotional pain, is really due to insufficient growth and differentiation. We're sort of trying to be a 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years old in the body, in the emotional body of a three or five year old, that doesn't work too well usually. Uh, so in my work, the, it actually cre- uh, helps people indirectly, not necessarily intentionally, to also mature, uh, that means grow, differentiate also emotionally. And when people do directly emotional work, if they combine it with some amount of the uh, Anadbaniel movement work, it actually facilitates for the brain to to uh, change also emotionally, to grow and create new connections emotionally. So what I found with my work is that when people are in therapy or people are taking any kind of work or coaching, if they combine it with my work, the changes a lot of times seem easier. When people just do my work, if they do it intensely, people find that they are also changing emotionally spontaneously, but it's it's less intentional. So, go ahead, Ed. No, that's all right, Raz. Okay, in. I was just going to say so that what you're talking about with the Anat Banyal method is, I mean, your book is not. It's not really about physical movement and exercise. It is. But that is the way to access changing the brain and changing your life. Is that? Could you comment on that? I'm sure I didn't say it quite the way you would. No, you actually said it very well. Absolutely. So, look, in waking hour, in a waking state, when we are up and about, organizing our movement, you know, the where our feet are going to be and not falling down and all that stuff, Occupies, it's estimated that directly and indirectly, roughly about 96 to 98% of the brain activity. So organizing movement is like the main task of the brain. Organizing action, movement, and integrating within that all aspects, you know, the cognition and the emotions and so on. So to, to get the brain to, to literally function better. So if you think of the heart, we know about a healthy heart you know, it pumps a certain way and it has a certain rhythm and there are certain qualities to what we consider both in terms of the functioning and the tissue of the heart that's a healthy heart versus not a very healthy heart. The same thing with the brain. The brain can be healthier, can be more potent in its functioning. So with my method and the nine essentials, we actually help the brain be a better, stronger brain, function better across the board. And and uh, and that includes the emotional self. With children, uh, when we do the work with the children with special needs, one of the most common uh, uh, feedback we get from parents within a very short period of time is that their child is a lot happier. So that's back to you, Ed. The child simply feels happier. Well, we just finished teaching a nine-day training, uh, you know, process uh, just last week. 
And I can see that people in the room, sometimes they have emotional reactions, you know, sometimes they feel a little sadness and so on. But on the whole, people get access to the experience of well-being. They're happier. Uh, and, and so in general, it's very, very helpful. I still think that if people want to mature emotionally and, and, and focus on their emotional growth, I tell everybody to do the Hoffman process and then do some of my movement lessons <laughs> around that. <laughs> right. You know, I, I have experienced just some, some of your work and not, but could, is there some way that even here on the radio you could give somebody, when we're talking about the movement and, and work that you do, give somebody a, 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 an audio Absolutely. picture, if you would, of no, a I, I, I'm, I'm happy of to take. I'm happy to take the audience through an experience, a movement experience of about two minutes, if that's something you guys want. Yeah, well, we're going to go to break in about four minutes. Would it be better to save it for that, or should we just... Uh... Sure, sure, we can save it for that, and then I can talk very quickly about a few of the other essentials, so when we do the movement, people can already integrate those essentials. Right. So That's movement good. with attention is one. So when I'm going to give the movement instructions, I'm going to guide people to pay attention to themselves and what they feel. Very simple. This is, like Ryan said, deceptively simple and, and, and extremely potent. Second one is slow. A, a fast, we can only do what we already know. So when we uh, if we do anything fast, we can only uh, use patterns that are already deeply grooved. We can't do anything new. So if we want to change, improve, uh, uh, create something new, we have to slow down. Slow gets the brain's attention and allows the, the, us the time to feel what's going on. I think it's important to understand that the brain is not a mechanical system. It's an information system. And the source of information for the brain is the perception of differences. Until we perceive a difference, either in what we feel, you know, sense or kinesthetic or visual or auditory, any one of our senses, until we perceive a difference, it does not exist for us. It's zero information. So even if somebody next to you sees it, hears it, feels it, uh, smells it, if you don't, it doesn't exist. And... All the essentials drive the ability, our ability and acuity in perceiving differences. That means we flood the brain with new information with which it can do new things, with which it grows new connections. So the next essential is uh, reducing the force. I call it subtlety. That means that we want to reduce the intensity of what we do at that moment so we are able to feel finer differences. I know that one of the things that I loved in the Hoffman process is that there would be some emotional process or something we would do, lots of differentiation, and then you take the whole group through, I won't go into the details, but through a process that calms everybody down and quietens everybody down and that we can really become aware and feel, you know, more subtle shades of of that that is a... a, a you know, happening in us emotionally, and that's why so much change can happen in such a dramatic way. So movement with attention, slow, reduce for subtlety, and variations, which is, I can talk about it after the break, but I will provide the variations. And the other thing is uh, that I want to say if there's time is flex, uh, flexible goals. That means when I give you a movement, you're going to know what the movement is, and I'm going to ask you to do a small movement and not be ambitious to try to get as far as possible or, you know, reach a specific goal. 
but keep it open-ended because when it's open-ended, then lots of change and real dramatic transformations can happen that otherwise simply there's no room for it to happen. So these are kind of a few of the essentials I think we can get into um, with the movement lesson. Oh, great. So let's go experiential right after the break, and we'll head in that direction now. We uh, want to remind listeners that if you want to learn more about the Hoffman process, you can find out more at our website, hoffmaninstitute.org, and there's information there about our free and confidential weekly introduction calls. That's hoffmaninstitute.org. We'll be back more to learn, actually, through our movement, through the wisdom of our guest, Anat Banyal, author of Move Into Life right after this on The Hoffman Connection. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. And we're back with Anat Banyel, who is a healer, but really a teacher because she helps us Learn from our own body, I think, is a great way of it, uh, describing some of what Anat does. And we're going to do that right now with a, an experience that Anat will be leading us into. So it's all yours. Okay. So for those of you that are listening, uh, hope, uh, and don't do it if you're driving, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, if, if uh, you're sitting in a chair, and if not, get yourself seated either in a chair or on the edge of a bed. It doesn't matter. Uh, and spread your feet comfortably and your knees just above your feet. Uh, and uh, uh, just and you, you can have your hands on on your knees at this moment. Just don't lean back uh, uh, on the chair. And 
gently. Remember, just a reminder of those essentials. You're going to move slow. You're going to move gently. You're not going to force or stretch. We're not stretching. And uh, you're going to pay attention, and I'll guide you both what to do, and I'll remind you to pay attention. So uh, uh, turn your head gently to the right and just feel how far you see to the right. Just notice, actually. And then turn your head to the left and notice how far you see to the left. And just do it one more time. Turn your head to the right and see how far you see to the right. And turn to the left and see how far you see to the left. And now stay at the edge of the chair like this with your feet spread and knees spread. And lean on your right hand behind you on the chair. And take your left hand and place your chin uh, lean, on, lean it on the uh, back of your left hand. That means your left arm is up. The elbow is uh, sort of hanging down. It's clo- close to your chest. And you lean your, it's a kind of a weird, a little peculiar position. And you lean your chin on your, on the back of your left hand. And you're leaning on your right hand on the chair behind you. And now very gently, Begin twisting like this your arm, your head, your shoulders. They have to all go together because you're leaning with your chin on the hand. And you probably will turn a little less than you just turned your head before and come back. And again, make sure to do it very gently, very slowly, and do not force. And if you're not sure whether you're forcing, just do a little less. And as you move like this back and forth, Feel if you can sense any movement in your spine. Where in your spine, just a a certain area in your spine, maybe the whole length of your spine. And also when you move like this back and forth at your own rate, feel if you can sense the weight shifting a little bit from uh, uh, more, a little bit more to your right hip joint, to your right sit bone. And then when you come to the middle, your weight distributes a little more evenly. And now turn your head to the right and stay with it, you know, your head, your arm, your shoulder, just like you've been up until now, to the right, leaning on your right hand, stay there. And now in this position, very, very gently, just begin taking the head, separate it from the back of the hand, and take it a little bit more to the right, and then go through where the hand is and a little bit more to the left, back to the middle. And then again turn the head a little bit more to the right and then turn it a little bit more to the left. And now bring back your chin, lean it on the back of the hand. You're still twisted to the right and now only your eyes, either closed or open, move them a little bit to the right and a little bit to the left. And see if you can Feel the movement of your eyes inside the socket, how they're sort of sliding, moving right and left. And for those of you who are already very attuned to your body, you might also feel that when you turn your eyes to the right, the muscles on the back of your neck on the right side actually get a little contracted. And when you take your eyes to the left, the muscles on the left get contracted. Don't worry if you don't feel that. And now... Come back to the middle, still leaning on your right hand, still having your chin leaning on the back of your left hand, and now turn everything again together to the right and see if you're turning a bit further. And come back, and again, 
referring to the right like that and feel whether you can start sensing some movement in your rib cage, probably more on the left side, but just notice. So twist like this one more time to the right. Pay attention to your ribs and stay there. And we're going to do just one more movement for the sake of the demonstration. Put a little bit of pressure on your left foot. So find your left foot in your mind's eye, right? Feel it. And now press on the left foot and lift the left hip a little bit off the chair. You will feel that the pelvis rocks like that. You maybe can feel that you are arching your lower back a little bit more. A good idea is to free the abdomen when you do that and sense whether you can feel that you're getting a little taller when you do that. So you press on the left foot and then you let go. And now bring everything together. Put your left arm down on your, you know, on your leg and the right one on your right leg and just sit at the edge of the chair. And first of all, feel if your left side feels different than the right. I did the lesson as I was giving the instructions, and for me, for instance, my whole left side feels bigger. My left leg feels longer and bigger. My, everything feels like I'm bigger size on the left and on the right. You might feel different things. You might feel that there's more weight on the left hip or more on the right than before. You might feel taller. Your face might feel different on the left side than the right. And now very simply, let your shoulders twist, your chest twist, and turn your head to the right. And notice if you see further to the right than before. Turn it again to the right and notice if you see more to the right. And now come back to the middle and now turn it to the left and see whether to the left you don't see quite as far as to the right. And that's it. Yep, I'm definitely seeing way a lot farther to the right. Yeah. So you can see that in just a few minutes by slowing down, and there cannot be a change in what we do if there hasn't been a change in the brain. The brain has to reflect. You can't just do something different without there having been a reorganization in the brain. And if you remember those, that the, the brain can create new connections in a, in a fraction of a second. So if we take four minutes, brain time Brain opportunity to change is, it's a lot of time. It's only not a lot of time when we don't provide the brain with new information. But when we do, it's a very long time for a minute. So, Anat, the, the movement, the, uh, whatever, increased movement that I just experienced by turning right or, you know, in my right motion, it is an indication that the brain is somehow creating a new network or, Definitely new connections and new patterns, of course. Yeah. Right. And, and so you know, and when the brain is in the changing mode, what I call the learning switches on, then everything is easier to learn. You see, one of my essentials is the, uh, turning on the learning switch. And, of course, there isn't a real switch in the brain, but, but uh, it is uh, pretty well established, again, through research, that our brains can be either in a learning mode or not. And when we're in a learning mode, we, we, we learn and we are, and especially if we keep providing the right conditions for the person to perceive differences and to generate information to, the, to their brain, people learn, people become very intelligent and very powerful learner 
But then if the brain is in, not in a learning mode, it doesn't matter how, what you do, how much you shake a person, however you do it, they're not going to learn. You know, and, Anat, you're helping us to understand also as you're speaking, for those of you who have done the Hoffman process, Anat's helping us to understand why the Hoffman uh, learning goes so deep because we are in motion while we're learning uh, to make these differentiations that you talked about, these emotional differentiations. Um, Anat, before we go to break, I want to take a moment to promote something of yours for all of our listeners. You can go to Anat's website, Anat Banyel Method, B-A-N-I-E-L, Anat, A-N-A-T, Anat Banyel Method, one word, dot com slash seminar, Anat Banyel Method dot com slash seminar. There you can download two free chapters of Kids Beyond Limits. You can download three free chapters of Move into Life, the Nine Essentials to Lifelong Vitality. Plus, she has two free video movements. So if you, if you enjoy this little ex- experience right now, she's got a couple of video movements you can watch and follow along with to, uh, to begin to, to change yourself and your brain right now. Uh, I think we're going to go to a break. Is that right, Ed? Yeah, we can go to break and just remind everybody that also as long as we're um, promoting that um, if they want to learn more about our work at the Hoffman Process, our website is hoffmaninstitute.org, and we have extended our discount on uh, several of our courses uh, through middle of July, and you can find out about that and the confidential uh, introductory call as well by going to our website, hoffmaninstitute.org. We've got one more segment with Anat, and we will be back with her to learn even more in just a minute here on the Hoffman Connection. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. 
or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. Anand, when we were doing the exercise that you just gave us in the last segment, it just reminded me again, ultimately, how simple your work is and how, for me, even fascinating it is to actually pay attention to the little micro-movements in this um, system, this architecture called our body, and and really um, the aliveness that it brings, just paying small attention to little systems or changes within my muscles or uh, my bones or your joints, um, you know, it, it, it does bring me to aliveness, which I guess is why the subtitle of your book is Nine Essentials for Lifelong Vitality. Um, does vitality get lost when we age? Is aging sort of a necessary loss of my uh, aliveness? Uh, the answer is no. It's not necessary, but it's very, very common. And and if we don't do uh, certain things proactively, we will lose vitality. And the, the way that I see aging, like the fundamental process of aging, you know, there's a lot of things that are known biologically, you know, the, the metabolism slows down, you know, healing takes longer of cells. I mean, there is some stuff that, and I, I believe that that uh, can also be influenced in a variety of different ways, but there's no question that a one-year-old that has a cut, they'll heal faster than a 90-year-old, you know, most of the time. But but what happens is uh, what we do when we are young and most vital is that we actually differentiate and create new connections in the brain and new patterns and figure ourselves and the world around us and how to do things very, very intensely. Then we sort of ride on that. For quite a few years, we have children, we work, we do this, we do that. And most people don't really participate much at all in this process anymore. We sort of kind of cash out on, on the investment in the early childhood. And what I, the way I see aging is actually a loss of differentiation. So if you can visualize in your mind's eye a much older person walking down the street and you, you visualize their upper back and their neck and their head and you can visualize them a little hunched over and kind of moving everything together kind of like one lump. It's a, it's a concrete uh, example of actual loss of differentiation. That means that their head doesn't turn relative to the shoulders anymore. Everything walks like uh, moves like one thing, whereas children, when they turn their head, there's a lot of movement in the neck. There's also a lot of movement in the spine and elsewhere. And things are really the, the differentiated and differentiating more and more. And so aging is the loss of differentiation in movement. It's loss of differentiation of sensation. One of the things, one of the reasons people don't hear as well and see as well is not just because of the structure of the eyes and the ears and so on. It's because their brain doesn't perceive finer differences as well as they did before. So you don't hear as well and you don't see as well. And emotionally, it's the same thing. People start getting duller emotionally, whereas children intensify and amplify emotions and feelings. Adults kind of go like more flatline. Oh, I've seen that. It all like feels more and more the same over and over again. And what my book does, and there's fantastic research, not directly on people, on rats, where they took rats before, you know, a few weeks before they die normally on the average, and where they lose their ability, their strength, their physical strength, their ability to do a maze, so both cognitively and physical strength, 
And they did actually a four-week training, uh, primarily through their whiskers. That's how they know the world. And they had them redifferentiate their brains through different tasks where they got food if they did this or that. And they increased their average life expectancy by 40%, and they got their physical strength back and their cognitive acuity back, even though they weren't exercised like the muscles themselves weren't exercised. And the same thing is with adults, and that's what I see. So the nine essentials, each and every one of them, enhances, reverses that process of loss of differentiation and reintroduces differentiation. And the more you do it, the more vital you get. It actually is accumulative. It's accumulative in the negative direction, and it's accumulative in the positive direction. So if you do a little bit of intentional Using the essentials and, and, and you don't have to differentiate. The brain will differentiate spontaneously when you bring in the essentials. I, th- I think that's just, I was waiting for your ass, but I, I think that's just amazing. I, I know that in my own life, I, I link my spiritual and whatever we're going to call it, emotional or psychological health to paying attention to what's going on in my body. And everything you're saying, I don't know, it, it, it is lighting my brain up, actually. You know, the, I'm so excited about what you're teaching us today, Anad, and I can't wait to get myself further into your book. Is there anything else in sort of the waning moments of the show that you think would be um, useful to our audience that would yeah. That yeah, I jump think in? I, the, the, I think that I really want to, to say that because I, I think that, you know, I have a background in clinical psychology, and I think that any time there's any teaching or therapy or stuff that's successful, whether intentionally or unintentionally, we drove the brain to resume differentiating in an efficient manner and for organic personal growth. And I, the, the Hoffman process is the only place that I have seen that the actual process directly addresses differentiation. It also brings in other essentials, uh, uh, but but you actually get people to differentiate. You get them cognitively to think about their emotions, to feel their emotions. To there's a lot of inside processes which I personally am not going to you know delineate here, but I think it's a brilliant, brilliant process that I don't know that the where you know initially people thought of it in terms of the brain, but in reality, it does promote differentiation so it reverses the emotional deterioration and the desperation and suffering and it it gets like the research you guys have done that shows that depression goes down and other things but it's not like you work on depression you get the brain to do its emotional functioning in a much more differentiated mature higher level refined manner and then depression becomes irrelevant depression is when the brain is all together and glued together. So, so I it's, want, an up, you know, it's an upgrade. It's a major upgrade. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and I want to let people know that it, it's, it, it requires intentional action, but it's very simple. And if you start using the essentials, bring them to your movement, your, your how you make your coffee, what something you do in the gym, to your yoga practice, I show, I, I from time to time teach yoga, I mean seminars for yoga practitioners to show them how to bring brain plasticity into their yoga practice. Anywhere you take it, because we have only one brain, and that's one brain has to manage us 
no matter what, and we can really make the brain work so much better. And and essentials are a very direct, simple way of doing it. It's a, it's a practice. It's something you get familiar with, and you adopt it and use it more and more. And you know, I have a 93, almost 94 year old father that's flying from Israel to visit me. He has a one startup that he started three years ago, and another one that's starting now. And he does this work all the time. And he's my one person experiment. One person sample experiment of reversing aging. <laughs> well, working on your own family. You know, speaking of family, uh, we have, uh, Liza and I have our nephew, his wife, and their two little kids. One is only a 10 year old, 10 month old boy, and we put him on the floor and we all watch him learn to roll over. We watch him learn to do things, and all of a sudden he'll do like a, I don't know what you call that position. He's doing all the yogic positions spontaneously yeah. doing yoga positions and yeah. we started noticing that and uh his father would say okay henry do downward dog or do this or do that because what children do to learn how to move is what yoga is teaching us in our later in life and it's, it's a it's a fantastic thing to yeah watch but i want to say one thing if you that is different from the traditional the way yoga yeah. is usually taught yoga has wonderful things to it but it's that when you look at the child they are in motion all the time. They don't get stuck in a position. Correct. And they correct. do enormous amount of variations. And within those enormous amount of variations, you can see for a nanosecond downward dog, or you can see, exactly. uh, you that's know, what I, that's this what I or really that. Meant. That's what I really and, meant. Let's go ahead. Manat, we need to wrap up here. And I just okay, want to bring a couple, of things, a couple more things up. One is, again, go to Anat's uh, website, anatbanielmethod.com slash seminar. You'll find a couple of free downloads, three free downloads there that are very exciting. And next week, we're going to be welcoming a, an amazing man, Jim Warner. He's an entrepreneur, author, and a transitions expert. He's uh, formerly had a big software company, and he sold that. And he, after a three-month midlife sabbatical, as he calls it, he created something called Encore International. It's a platform for guiding businesses in transition and individuals seeking personal transformation. He has a blend of CEO coaching, executive team development, and he is an amazing man. And he'll, you're going all of us are going to learn a lot about what it takes to be effective in life today. So hope, tune in next week and listen to our guest, Jim Warner and Anat Baniel. Thank you for being with us again today. Yeah, thanks, Anat. Thank you, Ed and Raz. I always love being with you and talking and contributing any way I can. All right. Thank you. And to find out more about us, the Hoffman Institute, you can go to our website, hoffmaninstitute.org. Thanks again, Raz. Great show. Thank you again for being a part of the Hoffman Connection. Please to your hosts, Raz Rossi and Ed McLoon, again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, make it an outstanding week.